Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. All right, everybody. Welcome back for hour number two of the Mark Hoke Show. Because that's what we do on Sundays. That's what apparently a lot of you are doing on Sundays, too, by the way. David Difference, did you see those ratings? I did, man. I just got the email. The email? Yeah, they sent me emails. Nobody sent you an email. They did, man. Why are you lying? He sent it. Mark didn't send you an email. He sent it. What do you want me to do? I got I got a dollar that says your email address is not in my boss's email box. I got two dollars to say it is. Okay. You got are do you know his contact list? Nope. Okay. I'm just just guessing. Mm. Just guessing. Yeah, we had drinks, man. We talked about he he listened to the show. Remember, we told him go back, listen to the show, mm-hmm. see how great it is. And he said, "Hey." These numbers, man, you're doing great. They they were, and <laughs> and I got to say to a big thank you to everybody who's been listening to the Mark Hoke show. And we, you know, we see those numbers come in, and you know, this last month was well May because just the way the book comes out. If you don't know, Nielsen rings are like three weeks behind. May was unreal, like the overall number spectacular, and you know we're we're beating music stations and everybody else and. And we certainly do appreciate all of you out there listening to the Mark Oak Show. It means a lot to myself and my co-host, the David Difference. It means the world to me, guys. Look, man. The, 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 <laughs> no, no, give me a second here. Okay. The fact that you take your time out to listen to us rant and rave and make this beautiful wrestling show, uh, it just means the world. Yeah, so thank you. If you're on the stream, you can see a tear dropping down my that, that you can. You can see Dave's complete insincerity as he spoke. No, no. no, I'm nah, kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, we we are streaming. By the way, we are streaming on on our YouTube channel um, at uh, the Mark Hoke Show and Twitch Mark Hoke. So maybe I'll have to change that uh, allegiance there. But that was that was my main Twitch. So I guess that's where I set it up a while ago. Yeah, get it together, Mark. How many times do I say get it together, Mark? I don't know. Well, well, why don't you, you sit? In, why don't you sit in here and run a do a show, run the board and a live stream while you're at it. Let's swap. Okay. Now, like Mitchell, let's see how <laughs> no, it turns I can't, out. <laughs> I, you can't be on this board without being an employee, sorry. Uh, or I would. I'd be happy to. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. but a lot of professional wrestling stuff going on, and we are covering it all here for you on the Mark Hoke Show. Uh, I want to thank Jeremy Lambert for coming on. I can't wait to see that Oreo eating contest, by the way. Oh, man, I'm excited about oh, that. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeremy's going to get crumbs in the beard and. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's going to be like Oreo cream stuck all over the place. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, and this is the type of reasons why those ratings are so high, man, because we talk about stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> Oreo <laughs> cream in the beard. <laughs> well, it's going to happen. But as for the <laughs> pro wrestling, uh, David, just to I know we were kind of getting into Money in the Bank and, you know, just uh, to kind of wrap that up a little bit. um, yeah, Roman losing, obviously a monumental happening. Yeah. Uh, you know it. 
it's one of those things that if you're not, if you're a casual fan or maybe just be tuning in and like, well, what's you know what's this all about? Someone going through three and a half plus years of not taking a pinfall in a major company like that is unbelievable. I mean, not in a tag match, anything like that, just period. And Roman Reigns had that streak ended, uh, you know, by his by his cousin. And you know, that's got to be kind of cool, at least if it's going to happen. Have it happen with family in the ring. You know, you mentioned that when we were doing the reaction show last night that, you know, it's got to be great at least working with family like that when you're, you know, in a main event. And, you know, it's just a certain extra comfort level and a good feeling when it's all over that, you know, it's not just a job well done for you, but it's a job well done for the people that you care about in your family. Oh, yeah. It's got to be a magical thing. I think of, you know, if I had that relationship with my brothers or whatever. Yeah, just getting in there like and being at the top of the game is like, man, we did that like that. <laughs> that's a beautiful moment, man. Either way, but yeah, it was monumental that he got pinned. Um I I don't know what other way we could have saw that happening. I mean, what else did you foresee in that? I know you I I didn't think Roman was going to take the fall. Oh, yeah. I I was I was stunned. I really was. You know, I was thinking, so, I, you know, if the Usos were going to win that match, you know, I actually thought they were going to lose, but I uh, kind of figured Solo would be the one taking the fall. But, you know, a shocking development there. And, uh, you know, I mean, I guess some other things that happened last night, too, on, on Money in the Bank that, you know, I really did like, too. The ending of the women's match was awesome. If if you didn't see the match, you had Trish and Zoe Stark, Trish Stratus, Zoe Stark were battling out with Becky Lynch, and they tried to handcuff her to the ropes, but they couldn't do it, but they got one cuff on Becky. So Becky's running around with a pair of handcuffs on, and she and Bailey were climbing the ladder to try to get to the briefcase that's held up at the top of the ring. That's what the Money in the Bank ladder match is. And Io Sky, who is actually in damage control with Bailey, starts going up the ladder as well, and manages to cuff both of them so that they were stuck in the ladder and they couldn't climb up because he had a chain in between. So they're stuck and EO climbs over Bailey to get to the top and wins, you know, and and opens, you know, gets the latch open and takes the briefcase. So EO's celebrating and Becky, the looks on Becky and Bailey's faces (laughs) were priceless. It was golden. That was unreal. They are just sitting there like what happened and pouting and rolling their eyes, and they are just having to sit through the celebration of EO Sky. It was that was a terrific finish to the match. No, I think so. A lot of times in ladder matches, it's just somebody's in the ring by themselves. They climb it and they get it. That's not impactful. This one was fun. It was funny, um, and. You know how she had to climb over <laughs> to get it. It's like I'm. You are done. I climb over you. Yeah, the mountain top of the mountain is now mine, Bailey. Yeah, that was a good show, man. I, I I don't think there was any. I mean, you got the Dominic, and I don't think did I. Yeah, we yeah we really didn't talk about Dominic and and Cody. Yeah, I think I stepped out for a little bit of that one. That's when the Chicas girls came over. Oh, stop. Um, but I think I yeah I think I I don't remember that one. Yeah, I mean that was that was a pretty good match. Uh, you know, really, Rhea didn't get that involved, right? She, I, I recall that. Yeah, there, there were more verbal tete-a-tetes between her and Cody. I'd like to see that match though. Who? Rhea and Cody. Relax. 
Why not? Why not? I mean, why? Because Rhea's a badass. That's why. Mm. That would be fun. I don't know, Mark. No? I mean, it, like, I'd watch it. She's one of the few. And and when I met her at WrestleMania and interviewed her, I mentioned that it, she was starting to tangle with the boys a little bit. It was just after she had body slammed Luke Gallows, who is a massive dude. You know, that that's not easy. And, you know, just mentioned her. You know, you're starting to mess around with the guys a little bit. She's one, you know, she's in a category with China in terms of building strength and ability that she could go toe-to-toe with a guy and you would actually find it believable. You know, a lot of times when they do some of these intergender matches, it's like, eh, no, there's no way. There's no way. But that one, with a, with Rhea Ripley taking somebody on, that one you could buy it. Um, nah. No? Well, I mean, why would they book it? Like, who would it help? Well, I don't know. I mean, just, you know, somewhere down the road. But yeah. But she but she is one of the few female professional wrestlers that you could you could buy her taking on a guy and winning. Well, you look at like China. China was huge, right? So I don't yeah. I don't see her in the same league as Oh, Rhea's yeah. Rhea's jacked. I've stood next to Rhea. She's she's pretty powerful. Well, I'm not saying she's not powerful, but I'm saying as far as physique wise, yeah. like China was built like a, a a Hulk at one point. And then she, you know, Rhea's not as ripped as China, yeah, but trust me, she's 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 built up. She's, yeah, I'm she's not, she's pretty strong. I'm not saying she's not. So, yeah, you want me to call her? Yeah, give her a call. Get yeah. her on the line. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. See how that goes for you, David. You might be the one getting booked in the match. I'll take it. Yeah, Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you, that'll be done about forty seconds. You'll be finished. Yeah. What? But, It'll be an experience. Yeah, there you go. But, but yeah, I don't know about that booking, Mark. Again, um, there's a reason you are not a booker, um, because well, I mean, but that's the thing. Maybe I should be. Yeah, maybe you should be. You, you I come up you, with some pretty good ideas. You turn the industry on its head. What? Name one good idea. I've laid out a bunch. My Cody Rhodes storyline, you know the. Ver- uh, Cody Rhodes joining the bloodline was not a good storyline. All right. I did another one a while back, too, with Cody. But you know, that's What a- was that one? Just a, a whole feud with the McMahons because Cody, the, the McMahons wouldn't want Cody Rhodes because of their um, not so much liking Dusty Rhodes uh-huh. that they would pre- do anything to prevent Cody from winning the world championship. Did you notice? Because you noticed Dustin... It, Dusty never won a title when he was in WWE. Dusty? Dustin, oh. ne- Dustin never won the world championship when he was in WWE, and they embarrassed him. Right. They embarrassed Cody before too. So you know, kind of a thing where you know, of course, you think about that. Dusty was the enemy. Dusty was the booking enemy. Why? Why was he the? Oh, well, yeah, because yeah. he was booking WCW. the NWA. Yeah, yeah. No, that was their their primary their primary competition. And then he was working for WCW too. Yeah. You know, so not a lot of see. There's not a lot of love lost. I would imagine, even though Dusty did end up working for them. You know, it's it's one of those things. Bygones get to be bygones, but you know, but still, deep down in your heart, it's like, yeah. You remember what happened when Dusty came back to WWE? Polka dots. Polka dots. Polka dots. Well, see, I was a kid. I didn't like oh, they're tarnishing the legacy. Like I watched it. That, like that's the thing. When you're younger, you watching it. You just you ain't in the weeds with all the you know what's going on with this and that. It was like, all right, he dancing. <laughs> he a man mm-hmm. of the people. 
But as you look back now, you're like, yeah, that was a huge, uncomfortable, awkward, ridiculous. That was, that was a total diss. I mean, you know, yeah. look at the character of Goldust too. You know, kind of little freaky, and you know, had that. And then, you know, and you remember the WrestleMania match with Roddy Piper, where he was yeah. wearing women's underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I like Goldust. He was, he, oh, I like Goldust <laughs> too. But you know, and then and then Cody got buried and ended up being Stardust. And I like Stardust too. Did you like Stardust? No, I. It, it was funny. I felt like it was a slam to Cody. But at that time, Cody hadn't like it wasn't like ah he blew our minds yet. So I I liked that. It was an entertaining character. It was funny, and he pulled they, it off. They made the best of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, did. yeah. They, yeah, they both did. So they're iconic characters. That they made. Obviously, it's an evolution to where it is now, a full potential and everything. But, they, yeah, they pulled that off. And so Cody knocking off Dominic Mysterio last night. And uh, really no problem. But, boy, the, the hate for Dominic continues. Just the, everybody around the world hates Dominic Mysterio. I don't, I don't know if. Is there anybody in pro wrestling that's getting as much heat as him right now? I mean, Don Callis is kind of up there in AW, in, in AEW, but God, I just don't know if anybody is getting booed out of the building like, yeah, no. like, like Dominic Mysterio is. Nah, he's on to some magic over there. I love it. Yeah, good for him, man. That'll keep you in business, that's for sure. Uh, what else did we? I think we pretty much hit just about everything else on the card. Uh, what about that John Cena promo? By the way, what'd you think of the John Cena popping out? You know, just taking a little time. And yeah. then basically committing WWE to having to have a WrestleMania in London, yeah, because he's not he's not doing that without them actually considering it. Right. Yeah, I think that was the whole point, or at least just stir some of some talk. But yeah, it was a good moment. I mean, to see him come out there, it's always good to see John back. You know, I know you kept focusing on, oh, is he going to take his hat off with that bald spot? Well, <laughs> but, and it came off, and I don't know. I mean, we all. That's always interesting for wrestlers, right? Because you're always you really notice wrestlers when they start to lose their hair, right? <laughs> Don't you? Is that yeah. the thing? Yeah, and it's like, oh, he's losing his hair. What's he gonna do with it? And then usually they'll shave it or figure it out or Hogan. Why doesn't John Cena just get hair plugs? Yeah, I'll, I'll get him. He's in Hollywood, man. Yeah, I would think so, right? I would think he's got enough money to do a little hair replacement. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how he'd look if he shaved it. That would look weird. Did you think about that? Maybe I'll AI up a, a a photo of that, and I'll put it on the social media. Yeah, I don't know if John would like that very much. Well, it'd get his attention. Maybe he would. Maybe he'd be like, damn, okay, maybe I should shave my head. Thanks, guys. Yeah, maybe. Let me come on the show. They look like The Rock, though. If he shaved his head? How, yeah. How would he look like The Rock? <laughs> he'd have a shaved head. I don't even make any sense. That's the thing. Sometimes, like I'm like, this guy is a genius. Mark Hulk, I get to work he with a genius a every day, like and then the you rock. say something like that. So just because he has a shaved head, he's going to look like the Rock. It would look like he's following in the footsteps of the Rock. The Rock went bald. What about Stone Cold? Yeah, but still, yeah, Steve had hair for a while, but but it's a little different. I think it would be different if John Cena shaved his head. That would be copying the Rock. We'd have to have Rock Cena three. <laughs> well, bring it on. Wouldn't need spotlights. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd watch that. Let's bring it back, man. That would be interesting. You know what I watched? Can what, I? May what, I? What did you watch? You know, Mister Grab Them Cakes. 
Oh, the JYD. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring, man. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, How was it? Uh, I So, like, JYD was my guy. Did you learn something about him? Yeah, I, I didn't know that he had had that many struggles with, like, drugs. Oh, it was that. bad. Yeah, I didn't. I, like, I wasn't in, uh, in the mix of that. I just always saw him as the, like, I was a fan when they were all good guys. Right. Good guys, good guys. So I didn't, and even till now, I never, I knew he died in a car accident and was just like, all right, but I never knew that his, his, his struggles with that or the way he lived it, like, you know, that whole career. So it was very interesting. Very interesting to see his path and his journey and that dark side of the ring is something else, man. Yeah, I need to watch that. I haven't seen an episode yet this year. I got to take some time and barrel through those. Great, yeah, it's good, great show. Yeah, it's a good stuff. Great show. Mike, but yeah, JYD, JYD did a lot of coke. He was uh, <laughs> coke, crack, yeah, was, all kinds of like he was. He, yeah, he was doing the most, man. Yeah, it was. You know, it was kind of a shame because I think that was. You know, it's funny when you think about some guys that never won a world championship. Did you kind of when like when we were growing up? You know, there were guys you'd think about guys like Jake Roberts, mm-hmm. David Boy Smith. Uh, you know, JYD was another one that you wonder, well, why didn't these guys win the world championship? Scott Hall was another guy. Yeah. And you, you know, when we didn't know, you know, we didn't know that they were having all these drug issues and stuff like that when they were around. And, you know, you you can't put the world title on somebody if you, you're worried that they're going to do something crazy like that. Well, they said the interesting thing about JYD was he was huge and making stupid money before he went to WWF. Right. And then when he came over there, like, Obviously, he was one of the main guys, but he never got that push. He, his position was not what it was before, and you know, hence the drug use ensued, and it just was different, man. But he was like a a, a legend. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, all the time in the in in, in uh, mid south, and yeah, you know, but he was he was partying it up then too. Yeah, he and, was, and, but they loved him. They yeah, loved him. Like I mean, crazy. He was a next level superstar. They said he was making it, which is crazy. Uh, oh, he's making like five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand a month or something. Something crazy that you don't didn't think they was making back then. But that was before he went to WWF, and obviously they gave him money there. But just to think he was making that money, the crowd was going nuts for him. Yeah, he the, was he was dog, beloved. The dog, <laughs> yeah, that was my guy. Man. Yeah, and it was, but you know, it was a shame because you know a lot of the the partying and everything that he did as. It really got worse and worse before he signed the WWE contract. Mm-hmm. You know, he was already kind of getting into that mode, and you could see he was putting on some weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it just it it just never quite clicked. Then you know, I remember you know, I remember seeing him when he was feuding with Greg Valentine. Uh, you know, right around that first that was the first WrestleMania. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, I actually saw those two wrestle at the Hershey Park Arena too. Okay, saw saw JYD that close. It is still maybe the closest live three count or two and nine tenths count I've ever seen. Mm. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. You can see it on the stream. It was like right there. Yeah. Right there. And I thought, oh my God, the JYD was going to win the championship. Nope. No, I didn't. Yeah. It, it, it was an interesting story. It definitely one of my faves. And then once he left WWF, it was like he was, work, he was wrestling in high school gyms and then. Then he went to WCW, and it was just like he wasn't the, the same dog. No, he was not. But definitely a legend, man. But that, that's also a thing. Like, when you talk about this business, it's like there's so many, 
Like when you're on top, you think it's never going to stop, you know? And then the harsh reality sometimes is like, well, there's no pension for this thing. You know, you better <laughs> make mm-hmm. the right moves, man, and get it together. But, <clears throat> yeah, he had left his daughter's graduation or something, drove out late night, and then was like, I'm going to drive home. And, like, he was on a good one. And zit, zit, yeah. <laughs> off the road, man. Um, so, had he, and they told him to stay. Had he just stayed, man, we probably still have some JYD to talk about. Yeah, it's too bad. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of things to talk about, we got to get a commercial break in. Is that something to talk about? Yeah. Well, there will be other people talking besides <laughs> myself, Mark Oak, and the David Difference right. here on the Mark Oak Show. Uh, we come back. A whole lot of uh, interesting news going on with, of course, we lost a member of the wrestling family this week. We'll talk about that. And a 64-year-old got a little crazy on TV this week, too. We're going to mention that as well. I'm sure you might know who we're talking about. But that's called a teaser, kids. Stick around for more on The Mark Hoke Show on KDOT. Get ready for one of the most exciting and interactive events on the pro wrestling calendar. The 57th Annual Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Meet some of your all-time professional wrestling favorites. Check out the wrestling memorabilia. Participate in terrific seminars and star-studded events, including Tuesday and Wednesday night CAC Awards and dinner nights. Visit caulifloweralleyclub.org and get your tickets and membership today. That's caulifloweralleyclub.org. 101.5 FM K-Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we're back on the Mark Hoke Show on K-Don, 101.5 FM. The talk of Las Vegas, the Odyssey app worldwide. That's being streamed, and we are also streaming on our YouTube channel. The Mark Hoke Show, and at Twitch, at uh, twitch.tv backslash Mark Hoke. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a couple other outlets we'll hit up later. We got to get used to this, man, because I think you're too focused on your looks and uh, trying to be. Oh, stop it! Trying to be pretty, man. And like before, it just used to be that voice, you know, giving people the voice. Are you insane? Yes. Yeah, of course I am. I am not focused on my looks. I, yeah, during I, the I break, sh- man, you was over there. You were, I, I can prove you're a liar. You're now. wearing foundation. Mark. I can. You're wearing it. foundation, Mark. Here, everybody, look. Is there anything on my fingers? No, <laughs> I don't know, man. Jeez, wearing foundation. I've done that though. And wore foundation. I bet. You want to hear a great story about I the do. time I had to? I really had to wear foundation. I do. I do. Was it the time at? Uh... No, go ahead. Was, it was not a cheek between us. No. Okay. RuPaul's uh... no, okay. no. This was five days before my graduation, mm-hmm. and this girl that I was dating gave me the hickey the size of a baseball. Okay, <laughs> okay. It was bad. Okay. So graduation's coming up, and my I really didn't want um, eh, all the graduation pictures to have a giant bruise on my neck. Right, right. So I, I came up with a great story, by the way, a great story to cover it because I was umpiring baseball. Okay. So I said it took a foul ball off the neck. Everybody bought it. So, by the way, all my friends out there that believed that story, 
Uh, now, what, you know, 40-some-odd years later? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Fool you. Yeah, you know what's interesting is I recently yeah. found out the, the cure for a hickey. Don't get one? Yeah, number one, don't get them. It is the most ridiculous thing ever. What was the point of that? I just don't to show know. off, like, look at me. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I think I was getting branded. Yeah, I was in there doing something. Yeah. No. It wasn't, wasn't my idea. <laughs> it is absurd, man. I used to, uh, well, let me not get into my Okay, let's here. not. We got wrestling <laughs> stuff to talk about. Oh, my God. Well, the things that come out on the Mark Hoke show, that is for sure. Um, you know, I, I did want to mention this other story, too, before we get into what happened on Dynamite this week. You were having some fun with this and I, yesterday when we were doing our reaction show on YouTube to Money in the Bank. Bud Light. You were throwing up those Bud Light cans. Cheers. Is it? We got them. In now, Dave, you you didn't I you didn't know what happened with Bud Light. Um. So I heard bits and pieces. Well, so I know the premise of it. I don't know where it went bad or why. Um, if people just didn't like what they were trying to say, or if the person that was promoting it uh, okay. did something wild. Okay. Or? Well, let me let me tell you the story. All right. So Bud Light decided to do a promotion with Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. who is a social media influencer who now get those off the screen. I do not want any Bud Light stuff on the screen. It's bad. Very bad. Very bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's tell very me the story. Bad. Tell yeah. Us, tell, yeah the story. tell the story. Then you tell me as a branding and marketing director, if this is what you'd like to promote. All right, let's go. So Dylan Mulvaney is a man who lives as a female. Right. Now he did this 365 days of woman womanhood. And he kind of run, runs around like he's acting like he's a 12-year-old girl. Okay. Uh, you know, buying tampons and giving makeup tips and, you know, did a, did a Nike ad where he was advertising sports bras and all sorts of stuff. Okay. Now, and he lives as transgender or he's just doing this as a stick. That is a very good question. Okay. I'm, okay. That is a very good question. We do not know the answer. Nobody knows. So Bud Light decided to do a promotion with him where, you know, first they made a special Bud Light can and then they did a some sort of promotion where he was drinking Bud Light in a bathtub, you know, and doing all the female thing. And what? The, know, I'm not even yeah, gonna... well, people did not like that. They didn't like him in a bathtub. Drinking no, they didn't like that. Bill and Volvaney was promoting Bud Light. Okay. Bud, has, Bud Light has now lost $30 billion, and they are now not the number one selling beer in the country. They, that spot, they'd had that spot for decades. Right. Not a popular brand to be associated with right Hold now. Hold on. So that's it. It's because people didn't like, like, I used to eat Diggum Smacks, and it was a frog that could talk and hop around. Dave, it's a different ballgame with this person. People well, do I don't know. Did, look, they, did they people do? People are very offended by by a lot of people are very offended by Dylan Mulvaney. So oh, well, last yeah. night, okay. so last night <laughs> on on Money in the Bank, haven't sold me yet. As we are going through the matches and the you know, first match ends, and we have the Bud Light winners toast, and there's Bud Light cans everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, now they can't sell a Bud Light right now. Bars are dropping it. They're their distribution people are going crazy because they can't sell it. They've been doing these giveaways where they're basically giving away for free mm. because no one wants to be associated with Bud Light. And all of a sudden, WWE 
is putting up all this Bud Light stuff. Right. All over. They're doing a sweepstakes for SummerSlam, and you had the winner's moments and everything else. And I was curious to see what the wrestling fan reaction would be to that. So I hopped on the Twitter machine this morning. Okay. Oh, boy. What, hey, yeah, and how'd I'm, that go? And I'm going to say it didn't go well. I don't know if it's going to necessarily have an, a major effect on WWE. Zero. But I would imagine they're probably going to be getting a few calls and seeing what happened with social media last night. It wasn't good, David. Well, tell me. You say it's not good. Paint a picture because I ain't sold yet. I am not sold. I think somebody's got a um, Bud Light ain't dead. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it, it's on life support, dude. Well, I can see if this person did something that was just like. No, people. Horrendous. Well, a lot of people are offended because of the way that that Dylan Mulvaney acts. Mm. It's you know they feel like it's mocking women, uh. and and then I, you know, I'll just leave my personal feelings out of it. But mm. a lot of people feel like that you know this was not the person to be selling to Bud Light. Right. You know this is this is an all American brand, and they did not like it, and Bud Light has been destroyed because mm. of it. I'm a man. I drink beer. Get over it. Well, but just saying. So yeah, yeah. So, so Twitter it's was be, going nuts. What's so, new? And so, then, so it's going to be interesting to see the reaction that everybody has. I don't. I don't. Like I, said, I don't know if WWE is going to have any fallout from from that. But it it did surprise me in that WWE is pretty smart about their marketing. They've stayed away from a lot of controversial brands and things like that. And I I don't remember them actually ever pushing a brand of beer. Yeah, see, you're, right, yeah, you're yeah. cringing right now, as you can see. I don't remember them doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because well, they're TV-14, so they've got, you know, you, you know, you Skittles and Snickers and stuff like that. Right. But I I can't remember them pushing any alcohol, and I'm going to have to go back and look. Well, I can tell you that check is ridiculous. That check had to be ridiculous, yeah. considering the, the negative feelings towards Bud Light right now. Yeah. I got to, so, I'm gonna do research today on that, so I can. Yeah, I think have I think opinion. you should because you know that that's kind of part of your job that you do. Well, but here's a thing as well: is you said you wouldn't take a big check to promote. You, you I would like, want to get out of I, personal I, business I, and personal. You're like, let it go. Man. I don't would not want to unless be it tarnishes right your now. brand. Like, and I don't think it would. I will. I will stay away from Bud Light until things maybe settle down a little bit. $1.5 million check for six months of promotion. No? No. Sorry. Not right now. Yeah, whatever. Not right now. Whatever. Good luck. Whatever. Dude. <laughs> whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. I don't want people to hate my show. All right, but well, tell me anyway. about this uh, this 64-year-old. Uh, who? Who? Yeah, who? Uh, what do you mean, who? I must have missed it. and I don't know who you're talking about. Or maybe I do. Well, if you remember watching the uh, Forbidden Door, a certain gentleman by the name of Sting oh, yeah. took a nasty shot when he was on a table from Sammy Guevara. Was that a Forbidden Door? That was a Forbidden Door. Well, Dynamite, the revenge happened as some tables were set up outside of the ring, kind of right around where you would have, if you, if you can kind of picture it where, WWE would have their announcers table. They don't do that at AEW. Their guys right, are off right. to the side. Mm-hmm. But about that distance, mm-hmm. they were having a match. Sammy and uh, was in this and Sting and was team with Darby Allen. And they had a ladder in the ring. Mm-hmm. Darby set the ladder up and he was going to 
jump on Sammy from the ladder. And Sting jumps in and starts wagging his fingers like, no, 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 no. Sting climbed the ladder, jumped from inside the ring out to these two tables mm-hmm. to land the revenge shot. Yeah. Got a little messed up. It wasn't anything serious. But the 64-year-old Sting did a dive from a ladder inside a ring to tables set up outside the ring. Insane. That would be a word for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw that and was like, "What is number one, like, did, I don't know, what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? But it looked like he hit his face on the table. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like, I was like, damn, like, there goes some teeth and a jaw. I, I don't know. I didn't see him afterwards or the, the camera. I mean, did, was there anything of that? Did he it's injure himself? kind of hard to tell he had makeup on. But, yeah. But I'm saying, did he look like, oh, man, my face? No, but. I I had read that he was minor injuries was the quote that I read. Oh. Minor injuries, yeah. dude. You're 64, nope. and, and we love Sting. We love Sting. You don't have to do that, bud. Yeah, there's no point to it. But you know, good for him. I mean, you know, and you know the way he's performed. I mean, if you saw him at Forbidden Door and then saw him, you know what he did on Dynamite. You know, he looks good. I mean, he's you know he's dressed in all black all over his body, so you don't you know, see the ravages of time, but, you know, he's still performing at a very high level. I mean, not, not superstar high level, but still pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, Stinger, my man, dude, Mm-mm-mm. come on. Yeah, yeah, no need for that Stinger, we, man. <laughs> you, you, you know, the way you sacrifice your body, <laughs> what is, it's still real to me, damn it. Uh, stay off of them ladders, Sting. Yeah, please. Come on. We want to see a good retirement match, which... There, that is in the works at this point, from what we understand from AEW, that at some point soon, Hogan, that's coming. No, <laughs> bring no, Hogan. Terry's man. Terry's too busted up. Uh, yeah, Terry, he keeps I, saying he wants to have another match. Yeah, he said. What did but, he say he's doing? I don't know. I don't think it was stem cells, but he said he was on some, and he he felt be- somebody posted some. He felt better than ever. Now nah, I'm he not got buying one that. more in him. I don't know what he was on. That's I, what he keeps saying. He's got one more in him, but. I don't if I were that. him, that would be a that would be a terrible decision. I mean, nine back surgeries, the hip replacements, and everything else. I don't want to see that. You see how Ric Flair went out? Like, oh. leave that be. Yeah, just let it go. Let leave it that go. be. Don't tarnish it, man. I'm, I'm looking at like old. Well, whatever. I'm working on social media for July, but I'm looking at all like the greats, man. And don't tarnish your, your ooh, don't tarnish your career with yeah. um a whack match yeah, we, over the hill. We don't need it. I mean, and, and, you and see his bugging out over it. over John Cena losing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hogan's always had a little bit of a. We don't need no eighty-year-olds out there scrapping. Wow, he's not that old. Well, how old is he? He's in the sixties. Who? Hogan. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm saying, who knows? He might be at eighty. Like I got one more, <laughs> brother. What you gonna do, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, let's get our last break in, and then uh, we'll wrap up all the rest of the news in pro wrestling. Vince McMahon's being a bad, bad boy, apparently, and uh, we say goodbye to one of the more tragic figures in pro wrestling, even though you wouldn't know it the way he lived. Right. So we will have more for you here on the Mark Hoke Show, here on KDON 101.5 FM, streaming on the Odyssey app, and also live streaming on YouTube and Twitch. 
So thanks for sticking around with us, everybody. We will be right back. Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to uniqueeatslv.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we're back for one more round on the Mark Hoke Show. I'm Mark Hoke along with the David Difference. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. We just keep bringing it to you. That's what we do. That's that's all we do. Well, do other things too. Nah, nothing else. Just bring it to you. Well, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Just bring it to you. We're trying. <laughs> Someday soon, we may end up doing that. Yeah. We'll see. Are you excited? We could be bonded forever, David. Yeah, man. Like Siamese twins. Man. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, you said it, but we could be pals. Eh. All right, fair enough. <laughs> well, a couple other little stories that are popping up around the world of pro wrestling. One is everybody's getting a little mad at Vince McMahon over there at WWE. I don't know if you saw this, David. What's new? Of course, Vince has taken over creative and has gotten back into his old ways of changing shows up day of and ripping up scripts and driving everybody nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently WWE has people in there that are trying to counteract this by when they are setting up the scripts for SmackDown and Raw that they're announcing matches a couple of weeks ahead of time because they know that Vince doesn't like to generally change things like that. So if something's advertised, they try to stick with it as much as possible, even though that hasn't always been the case. Mm. But... Apparently, there's a big feud in WWE right now of trying to get Vince to stop changing things the day of the events, especially, obviously, for Raw and SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Dave, what are you doing that? I mean, is there anything that you can do? No. No, I think that's been the culture forever, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. And I think even before we knew what was going on behind the scenes, it was probably going on. So until uh, Vince McMahon dies... He, I think he's stuck in that routine, man. It's going to be him. That's the way he operates. I mean, but if you look at the success of that company, I mean, sometimes that chaoticness is uh, what catapults it. Well, wouldn't, let me ask you this, though. You know, some people say that, that, you know, look how successful Vince has been with what he's done. 
But on the same side, don't you think that if maybe you stuck with a plan and you know didn't do those kind of things, you could be even more successful? I don't know how you get more successful than what they're doing now. Um, and what what are the plans? Stuck to what plans? We don't even know. So maybe, I mean, it just is what it is. That's the thing is everybody, now we live in like this HR culture. I don't like this. I don't like this is how it should be. Go start your own company. If that's how it's supposed to be and you can't handle it, get out of there. Go start your own company. If he fails, he fails, you know. But everybody, just even like with this Bud like thing, everybody want to say something and got something to say. Just shut up. Start your own beer company. Oh, I don't know. $30 billion in lost revenue is uh... – that's saying something. Oh, it is saying something. That's what I'm saying. But why? Because everybody's taking everything personal about them and letting it affect them, man. You got to find your center. Breathe. There you go. Well, <laughs> so that would be your advice to everybody, all the uh, talented WWE everybody. employees who are not happy. True. About this. Any job, anybody at any job in life, if you're unhappy and like, oh, man, why am I? You have a choice to be there or not. Fair enough. Well, we also have. <laughs> found out that something happened at Forbidden Door that, of course, this whole situation with the Elite and CM Punk trying to keep those guys apart as much as possible. Well, apparently they had them on other sides of the building. And oh. if you didn't know, CM Punk went on early and the other guys went on a little later on the card. So supposedly, this is the rumor that was said, that they were completely separated on opposite sides of the building in Toronto for forbidden doors so they the paths would not cross dave we talked about this a little bit last week mm. is this situation tenable can you keep this up now i don't it's hard to believe that they have that much animosity towards each other like i've beefed with people i've had all out brawls and then i went to high school and then like passed them in the hall and it was what it was i give them a look like you know, want some more but life goes on a year later, life goes on. So I don't. And t- for them to hold grudges, they're setting a bad example for the kids. The kids, <laughs> yeah, for the kids out there, man, setting a bad example, man. So I say, squash it. Let's go. Let's let's get this show back on the road. But yeah, I think it, if they're gonna, everybody holding grudges. Everybody so deep in. The, I don't know what's the grudge. Well, you know, it's and you know we had Brian Alvarez on last week who suggested that you know there's a legal that legally with everything that happened that they're. They're not supposed to talk. They're supposed to stay apart. I just, I just don't know how you can keep a workplace going like that. Yeah. that, especially in pro wrestling. I mean, that just seems really, really odd to me that yeah. you would be having a group, couple groups of guys, and where you know you have a couple of locker rooms, but having them on separate sides of the building just seems like something's got to be done about it. You know what I mean? It, you need to clean that situation up and end it. One way or another. Well, you saw, I mean, you know, and we, we always go back in that time machine, but in the locker room, how many people just scrapped it out? Yeah. Just, fights happen all the time, but it, it's an HR age, brother. You, you said it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an it's, HR age. It's insane, but it's you know? only HR because everybody applied to it and like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to do this and this got to be right. But did you ever see the landing Poffo and <laughs> I don't know, he was in the locker room, somebody slapped him and dude just started whooping him and. Did you see it's, that on it, YouTube? I did not, but that, oh, that you does. You got to watch that. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rest in peace, Lanny. Lanny. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched, you know what I was watching? Primetime. And, uh, yeah, Lenny Poffo with the, with the uh, 
Frisbees and the Paul. Oh, oh yeah. God, I never could stand Lenny Poffo. Wow. Garbage. Wow. <laughs> anyway, well, and and speaking of RIPs, uh, we want to pass our condolences on to the family and friends of Darren Drozdov, the Draz, who uh, passed away uh, earlier this week. Of course, he was a former football player and had his pro wrestling career ended prematurely in a in ring accident with D'Lo Brown mm-hmm. and uh, was paralyzed. Uh, just passed away this week, and he was, I believe, what fifty four. But the dude lived his life, man. And uh, you know, you a lot of people in pro wrestling, you know, were sharing pictures of you know going, you know, like Layfield went hunting with him all the time and. You know, people love the guy, and you know, just a really, really sad to see you know him passing. And you know, it was a it was a tragedy when everything happened. But you know, there's a guy made the best of what he had, lived his life as as you know as full as he could after even after being paralyzed. So we got to say goodbye to the draws, man. R.I.P. Brother. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Life ain't promised, and health ain't promised, and situations. But you know what? You know, in that situation, when all physical breakdowns. What do you got? You got your minds, man. Yep. And that's what we got right now. So, Mark, when I talk about let's get to that gym, man, and hit it and change our lives, man, it's all mindset. You got 20 minutes. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for us today. <laughs> David Difference, I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. Uh, make sure you follow us on all the social medias. Just look up the Mark Hoke Show. We're everywhere. And uh, I got to show Dave something on the Google machine, too. I think he's going to get a kick out of. But, uh, you know, we certainly appreciate the likes, the follows, subscribing on YouTube. We're putting all sorts of great stuff up there. As you can see, we're up in the game a little bit here on the Mark Hoke Show, and we appreciate you coming along with us. And once again, thank all of you for listening. So give us all those follows, the likes, the subscribes, whatever you can do. Just search the Mark Hoke Show. You'll find us everywhere. Thank you for being with us today on KDOM. We certainly do appreciate your time here on Sunday morning. Have a great 4th of July weekend, and we will see you next week on the Mark Hoke Show. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.